praise the Lord. It's another wonderful opportunity that God has given us for our daily inspiration as we encourage each other with the word of God. And if we continue reflecting on our topic of the week, that is the work, work is a blessing. The work we do with our hands is a blessing. And it is a means that God uses to bless our lives and to take us to the next level. I'm so sure we have different opinions of what a blessing is. There are those of us who believe that uh, blessings come when a man of God lays their hands on you, or maybe when you do certain things, and uh, maybe when you uh, you are anointed or something happens, that is the only way you can access blessing. But I'm here to encourage you that uh, one sure way that God blesses the lives of his children is through the work that they do, because he has promised that he will bless the work of our hands. I want to give you that assurance that God blesses the work that we do and he is committed to making sure that whatever we do with our hands prospers and excels. Amen. Today I want us to see how God ensures that no matter what we do, we don't live empty-handed. I know we are living in a world where work is uh, is not a joke and there are people who are out there to take advantage of others. There are people you will work for and we have had these tools you work for, for, a, for a person and they don't even pay you a salary. I have encountered people who are telling me for six months I have not been paid. Said I was talking with someone who, who was telling me my 2021 salary is still pending. And, and, and you look at it and you wonder what would happen? Uh, what would happen? There is a God who ensures that his children do not live empty-handed. And I'm reminded the story of Jacob. And the story of Jacob is a story that we all know. How he left his uh, motherland, you know, when he was running away from uh, the murderous threats of his brother Esau, you know, after he cheated him of his inheritance. Anyway, he, he had to learn a way to go and stay with his uncle Laban. Just to remind you, Jacob and Esau, they were both twins. And as we saw last week, at 40 years, Jacob did not even have a family. He had not even started uh, on life. He was mama's boy. At that time, Esau has already married. He has started building cities and his lives appear to be progressing. And when you looked at Esau and you looked at Jacob, you really have wondered, who amongst this is blessed? And you know, the scripture says that Jacob was loved. But if you looked at Jacob at 40, his life appeared stagnant. It seems as if he was not going anywhere. As if that is not enough when he went, went at Laban's. Remember, he had to work for seven years before he could even get a wife, eh? before he could even marry, before he could ever have a woman in his life. He worked for seven years, he was cheated, and he had to work for another seven years, and then he got his two wives, Rachel and Leah. And then he had to work for six years, at least to get possessions. And that is where the lover meets the Lord, because the scripture says that he was cheated ten times. In other words, his salary was downward. That is what he is saying, downwards ten times. It was not so for Jacob, like many of us. If uh, something happens, maybe your salary delays or your employer tells you, I am leaving your salary downward. You'll just quit and maybe go and, and look for somewhere else. Jacob was patient. And I'm telling you that even amongst the employers who were there where Jacob was, they knew that Jacob was a hard worker. And he was working for a mean man called Laban who cheated him 10 times. If he started at 100,000, most likely within, in, by the time, the time he was less than 50,000, you know, if he, he was still lower in his salary. But Jacob was patient. You know something? He realized that the blessings that he will enjoy in life 
will not come from Laban. They will not come, you know, from, from, from people out there. It is God who blesses the work of our hands. And let me tell you that it is God who makes us. And that is a truth God has been teaching me. Every person God called, he told them I will make them. Abraham, leave your father's house to a land I will show you. I will make you. Abraham did not have capacity to make himself into a great nation. It is God who made him. He talked of Isaac. I will also make Isaac a great nation. I will also make Ishmael a great nation. When Jesus is calling his disciples, he knew they did not have the capacity to make themselves. He tells them, I will make you fishers of men. Let me tell you, my brother and my sister, it is good to have to, 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 to show hard work and it is good to do everything possible, but it is only God who can make you. It is God who makes his children and it was God who was to make Jacob. His salary was reviewed 10 times. And it reached a point where he is telling uh, Laban, his father, that is when he was learning. Now, if you read in the book of Genesis chapter 31 and verse 42, this is what he says. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham and the fear of Isaac had not been with me, you would surely have sent me away empty-handed. But God has seen my hardship and the toil of my hands. And last night he rebuked you. If God had not been with Jacob, if it was Laban who was being asked, Jacob would have left empty-handed. But God intervened. God knew that Jacob was not working as if working for Laban. The scripture says that whatever you do, do it as if you are doing it for the Lord. Jacob knew that his ultimate the, the blesser, the, the one who will pay him, the, the ultimate Pay will come from God. And he did the best that he could. He served Laban the best that he could. He never complained at any one time. At one time when they agreed that his salary is going to be the stripped goods and sheep, Laban took all of them together with his sons. And Jacob was left with them. And the scripture says that it's the, the Jacob telling his wife that an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and told him, don't mind. He gave him a formula of what is it that he's going to do to make well, take some streaks and, and strip them, place them before the ship. And we know that that's a story how Jacob became extremely wealthy until Laban's son started saying, this guy is taking away whatever is ours. When God intervenes, and let me remind you, he is intervening at the tail end. This guy has already served some 14, 15, or 16 years. God is coming at the tail end, and he changed Jacob's story. There is a God who ensures that when you walk a son to the Lord, you don't live empty-handed. There is a God who ensures whatever occupation you are in. I know there are some of us, we look at our jobs and we wonder, God, where will this job take me? Will I retire in this job? What will this job mean in my old age? What will this job mean to my children or to my family? There is a God who ensures that you don't live empty-handed because he is the Lord who gives us the formulas and he gives us the power to make world. God who ensured that after 430 years of slavery in Egypt, the Israelites did not live empty-handed. He gave them favor in the eyes of the Egyptians and they left with articles of gold and silver. There is a God who will ensure whatever you are doing, my brother, my sister, you're not going to come out of it empty-hearted because he is a God who blesses the work of our hearts. Let us pray together. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you because of the encouragement of your word this morning. 
And thank you because of reminding us that our blessings do not come from individuals. It is you who blesses us. You have told us whatever we do, we do it as unto the Lord, knowing that it is the Lord who will repay us. You paid Jacob. If it was Laban being asked, Jacob would have left empty-handed. But in the riches of your love and grace, God, you blessed Jacob and you made him prosperous. I pray for my brother and my sister who may be having so many questions today regarding their job, regarding their business, regarding their vocation, and they are wondering, God, where will this end? I pray that you will grant them the courage to believe in you and to trust in you and to know that their lives are in your hands. And it is you who makes us. It is not our effort. It is not how much we try. You are God who makes us by giving us the opportunities that we need. We love you, we honor you, and we celebrate you. May you send an angel to them to give them a formula of what is it that they need to do to turn around their lives. Thank you for speaking to us. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful that you joined me for this particular inspiration. I don't take it for granted. Samian Longai, Pastor Lawrence Minor, you are blessed, and I am so happy to see you. Thank you so much for joining me for this particular inspiration. I am grateful and I don't take it for granted. I wish you a blessed and a glorious day ahead. And thank you so much for the encouragement. God bless you. Mm -hmm.